0: Hey! What's her name? Wake her. Wake her up. Hey! Come on, on your feet, Missy. Let's go. This is no rest home. Television is not the truth! Hey everyone. It's Thursday, November 10th, 2022. So it's still all about the midterms. What the hell happened? So today I'm going to talk a little bit more in depth about why the results in the country should have looked more like Florida. Also how Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell ruined the GOP's chances for a red wave. And just a little bit more about influence and mind control techniques and how half of the country is led to believe in certain things that just aren't true so I'm gonna get right into that right now so I want to start here with uh, the conservative treehouse uh, the last refuge Um, I guess this is originally published in Sundance, but this is, um, it's a good way to start this because it really gives the big picture and the headline is the big picture 2022 midterm elections highlight the distinct difference between ballots and votes. And I'm going to read a little bit from it here because it does encapsulate what went on in the midterms and what's been going on uh, in the electoral process. Uh, for quite a few years now, um, post-2016, post-Trump election. And there have been a lot of people blaming Trump, and there's been a lot of finger-pointing and whatnot, and I guess Trump went on a tirade. And I'm going to explain exactly what happened. So um, this is called the big picture, and and it starts out as saying, as the political discussions center around the 2022 wins and losses from the midterm elections, one thing that stands out in similarity to the 2020 general election is the difference between ballots and votes. It appears in some states that this is the new normal where votes were the focus, the the Biden administration suffered losses, where ballots were the focus, the Biden administration's won and this is in 2020. Perhaps the two states most reflective of ballots being more important than votes are Michigan and Pennsylvania. Despite negative polling and public opinion towards two specific candidates in those states, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer and Pennsylvania Senate candidate John Fetterman achieved victories. Whitmer and Fetterman were not campaigning for votes. That is old school, and this is what happened in 2020 with Joe Biden. Instead, the machinery behind both candidates focused on the modern path. The Democrat machines in both states focused on ballot collection and ignored the irrelevant votes as cast. And this is a break from original campaigning and elections. Since the advent of ballot-centric focus through mail-in and collection drop-off processes Votes have become increasingly less valuable amid the organizers' wish to control election outcomes. As a direct and specific result, ballot collection has become the key Democratic Party success. The effort to attain votes for candidates is less important than than the strategy of collecting ballots. It should be emphasized that these two distinctly different election systems... The system of ballot distribution and collection is far more susceptible to control than traditional system of votes cast at precincts. Votes cannot be cast by a person who is no longer alive or no longer lives in the area. However, ballots can be sent, completed, and returned regardless of the status, and we know this initially attributed to the registered individual. Ballots and votes originated in two totally different processes to end results of both ballots and votes weighing on the presidential presented outcome is identical. And they go on to say that originally you would have to campaign to sway voters to cast their votes. You would have to make a plea towards uh, the electorate for their votes. You would have to cajole votes from them. In the ballot collection process, this is immaterial. And that's why Joe Biden could win an election without campaigning at all and hiding in his basement. That's why people like John Fetterman, and we'll see what happens in Arizona with Katie Hobbs, whether they, they can, uh, uh, you know, Fetterman did, but how, and Whitmer in Michigan, how you could basically uh, obtain a victory without courting the electorate which is so they vote for you because now with the ballot process, as they say here, the ballots can be controlled both through distribution and then it comes down to how it's filled out, which is very hard to prove that it was filled out with some impropriety. And then the collection process where where ballot, uh, ballot collection or ballot harvesting takes place because all they have to do is collect ballots. They have to push the ballots out and they have to collect them. Who fills them out almost is um, immaterial. So I wanna go into uh, Florida a little bit because this is why Florida reflected the true red wave. Why? Here we go. This is from CNN Politics. DeSantis signs bill creating new Florida election police force. And this is from April 25th of this year. Now, they just say Florida, or Ron DeSantis, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Monday signed a sweeping voting overhaul bill that establishes a new election police force, giving his administration a new way to probe election crimes. All right, whatever. He did a lot of other things in the bill, and that's about ballot harvesting, outlawed ballot harvesting, and he discouraged or minimized mail-in balloting, you know, casting your ballot by mail, And so we're going to move on. Uh, As a side point, Carrie Lake, uh, yesterday on Fox, said she wants to do the exact same thing is overhaul the election process in Arizona to make it more transparent. And obviously what they're doing there isn't working. But they know that. You wonder why you say, you look at Democrats, you say, oh, they're so incompetent. No, they're doing it on purpose. And And they use plausible deniability and the cover of incompetence And so Joe Biden can bumble around and, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. Look, he's ruining the country. No, he knows what he's doing. And so this is from NBC News. DeSantis election police charged 20 with voter fraud. Advocates say there's more to the story, of course. They blamed what they described as a confusing process that makes it difficult for either the suspects or the election election officials to tell whether they're eligible to vote. Whatever. His police force, and this is like any police force, it also dissuades people from committing crime or illegality, if you don't want to call it a crime. This is from the Western Journal. This is a commentary. DeSantis election crime unit makes another major illegal voting arrest connected to the elections in multiple states. So not just in his state. So obviously people that were registered in his state were also voting in other states. And that's what his unit uncovered. And this is from Fox News. A DeSanta signs Florida election bill tightening drop box mail-in ballot rules. And this just happened to be live on Fox on Friends at the time. Um, but this is from May. Bill address, addresses ballot harvesting drop boxes and more, establishes the police force. And that's why you saw the red wave in Florida that didn't materialize in other places, Because even though the pandemic's over, they still have this shit going on with the ball mailing ballots and then drop boxes and allowing for ballot harvesting, even though they did it in Georgia, which 2000 Mules showed that people were ballot harvesting and it's ballot harvesting is illegal in the state. And then from the Daily Mail, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signs voting rights bill to protect integrity by limiting drop boxes and mail-in ballots and enforcing stricter ID rules. All of this resulted in the red wave, red tsunami, you could even say. Now, some of the other problems we had with the election is the, I wouldn't say rhinos, but the old school Republicans deciding to shoot the Republican Party in the foot. The first one was Senator Lindsey Graham, GOP pushes new nationwide ban on abortion after 15 weeks. Now, this is from the Daily News, um, but it was it's published here in Yahoo, Uh Lindsey Graham and the GOP. So they're already labeling the Republican Party pushing for nationwide ban. And it's reasonable because it's after 15 weeks. So they're saying you can have an abortion, but if it's late-term abortion, we're not gonna allow it. The problem is not with the legislation, I don't think, certainly, on a moral on moral grounds, but the problem is <laughs> Lindsey Graham's timing is you would never propose such things before an election because you're not going to win over Republican-leaning voters in Democratic states or, or independents. This was the stupidest political move, and you, you have to know it was done on purpose because Lindsey Graham is an astute politician, and he wouldn't have done this if he didn't want to hurt the GOP's chances. And the problem with this is, like I said, not because it's limited at fi- after 15 weeks, is because you have people like the New York Times and Michelle Goldberg in an opinion piece, Lindsey Graham's unbelievably cruel abortion ban. Well, it's not unbelievably cruel. It's, it's really not extreme. They make it act like it's an extreme, but it's not extreme to um, limit abortions after 15 weeks, which I guess is th- uh, three and a half months. So... But the point is, is that you're giving red meat to the Democratic mainstream media because if you were watching the news, you would see as soon as this came out, you know, right before the midterm elections, is that all over mainstream media and every Democrat I talked to that voted in the midterms, they said, I want to stop the evil Republicans from banning abortions nationwide. And even when Uh, the Roe uh, decision overturning Roe versus Wade came out is that all the Democrats, because they're so misinformed, they all thought that abortion became illegal at that point when it was just kicked down to the state. So some states uh, limited uh, the abortion uh, to, you know, under 15 weeks or whatever, nine weeks, some states and some states outright banned it, more conservative states but it went back down to the states. But all the Democrats thought the abortion was banned and then they learned that it wasn't and then right on cue Lindsey Graham says he wants to push for a nationwide abortion ban. So then it went back to what they believed in that they thought the GOP is once they take control they're gonna ban abortions nationwide. This ruined the chances. Also that didn't help was Mitch, this is from CNN, Mitch McConnell aligned Super PAC backs Lisa Murkowski setting up a clash between pro-Trump candidate. So this is from Chewbacca. So two Republicans are running for the Senate seat in Alaska. So Mitch McConnell takes money away from Blake Masters in Arizona to give to Lisa Murkowski to beat a MAGA candidate. Why would you be funding a Republican against a Republican? Ridiculous and this is from the Federalist, McConnell dumps another million into Alaska to save Murkowski after ditching Arizona's uh, blank masters, which I just, he's, uh, uh, they're just, uh, Tristan Justice here is just reiterating what I said. And both of these things happened in in September, which is two months before the midterms. Disastrous. So in some unrelated news, Gateway Pundit uh, well, it is related, but they have a breaking story. Unexplained ballot drops occurred in Minnesota's governor race. governor's race. Illicit drop and roll gave Democrat the win. This is from Joe Hoff. If you don't know the Hoff brothers, they run Gateway Pundit. Uh, it happened again on Tuesday in the 2022 midterms. The drop and roll occurred in the Michigan governor's race, just like it happened in 2020 presidential election. We now have evidence that it also occurred in the governor's race in Minnesota. The crooks and criminals stealing the U.S. elections are stealing the elections in multiple ways. That's what I always said. It's it's multi-vector. One of the biggest ways in the 2020 election for president was stolen using the method labeled drop and roll. In the drop and roll incidents in 2020 election, we identified uh, people at Gateway Pundit that that around the point where 90% of the expected ballots were returned, a large batch of ballots was dropped. With nearly every ballot for Joe Biden, these batches were as large as 330,000 ballots for Joe Biden in Virginia at one time. Then, after that point, nearly all the batches of ballots recorded in the election were at the same ratio of Biden to Trump, with Biden always receiving more ballots than Trump. These results were randomly and not clearly not legitimate, and that's what they do. They're pre-printed ballots. That's with the mail-in ballots. That's why they can't verify signatures. And in some states, there were more ballots cast than registered voters is it's not a fortification per se, but it's literally when you get to a certain amount and you see that your opponent, the Republicans are winning, you ship in more ballots and then you just count those. And then if you do a recount and you don't do signature verification, look, you just have ballots. And like I said in Pennsylvania, that the Gateway Pundit also reported that there were over 200,000 ballots that were put into the system, that were sent out um, that were not, uh, sent out to verified registered voters. So, and I just want to go over the, um, before we close, um, over the Real Clear Politics election map. Um, it's 48 to 44 in the Senate. Um, here we have in Arizona, what's happening here is um, basically a Blake Masters um so you have Blake Masters versus Kelly. And oh, look, here you have Mark Kelly. And look, he's down, he's down and down. And then look, 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 look. No, no, all of a sudden, what's happening here? All of a sudden, at the end, the counting shows. So why did they, you know, why did they show this, right? Why did they stop counting in Arizona? It's because of this outcome. So uh, Masters is closely ahead. And they thought they were a- gonna be able to rig this one. So they gave um, they gave Johnson the victory in Wisconsin because they thought they'd have uh, Kelly in the bag. But now it looks with the scrutiny over the vote count in Arizona that that might not happen. And we're also gonna go to um, Katie Hobbs. We're gonna see what's happening here. Oh, look, 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 look. That Lake was ahead the whole time. Lake was now, she's at 50 as the vote counting continues. And look, and Hobbs is going down now. How did that happen? How did that happen? And so one more Senate race we're gonna go to is Nevada um, because this is Laxalt versus Cortez Masto. And we'll see where the counting is here too. Oh, look, 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 it's so close. And then, no, Laxalt is again up by three and a half where the voting is still going on there. So it looks good for Republicans. And like I said, Florida was the bellwether and it was only because the governor there, uh, Ron DeSantis, Fortified, and when I don't mean, I don't mean adding votes. When I fortified, I mean like building a, uh, a structure, a defensive structure against cheating. And then look what happens in Florida. There you have a red wave. It was because what he did with the laws um, in Florida, uh, the election police force, which uh, didn't intimidate, but it uh, persuaded people not to take uh, advantage of the system, but most importantly, um, the ballot ballot harvesting he limited, and mail-in ballots he limited. Because if we got rid of mail-in balloting across the country, and some of these other avenues that allow the Democrats to cheat, which they've always have cheated, it was just way harder. They would res- they would rely on fortification, which isn't. It's not a clear path to victory because what happened in 2016 with Trump is though, and then we saw with the uh, Jill Stein recount, is that Clinton or the Democrats fortified many of the states, but Trump beat the fortification. So they would add tens of thousands of votes in the beginning, but it's hard to add votes after the counting has started. So you don't know how many votes you need to win. And that's what they're doing now. That's why they stopped the counting and they try to add ballots. But if people are watching, as I'm sure Carrie Lake is, um, you know, you're gonna see what's happening. And they don't wanna get caught cheating because then it would prove all the election deniers right. So are you gonna are they gonna give up the election and just said, hey, we, we blew it? Or are you gonna to try to cheat and get caught and then very likely, you could delegitimize uh, the Biden administration because the same things went on there. That's the, that was the whole point of COVID was to change the election because Trump was actually gaining support in 2019 and 2020. He was gaining support. So if they couldn't beat it the traditional way with fortification because you can't fortify hundreds of thousands of ballots. It's too many. So it's it for me. Revelation, don't forget to click that notification bell, subscribe, follow me on social media Twitter, Facebook, Get Our Minds, Truth Social. I'll see you tomorrow. Come on, man, I ain't finna go Alex Jones level y'all, man.